Today's crisis, number 10, the cemetery. It was just a tiny one. In fact, it seemed to have gone unnoticed for years. The annual spring seasons arrived. The summer's grasses grew and the flowers bloomed year after year and for decades in this little cemetery. Every year the cool autumns displaced the summer's heat. The flowers died. The grasses withered. The leaves turned color and fell and soon the few graves were blanketed with snow just like the year before. And the year before that. And the year before that. So went the cycle of seasons in this little cemetery. But this day was going to be different for the cemetery and even more different for me. I was cutting the grass between the road and the waving field of wheat. It was a new field for us, so it was the first time I was trimming the grass along the side of that road. It was a hot and sunny Canadian July afternoon. I stopped the tractor to look at the overgrown and run-down cemetery that had obviously been forgotten. My heart was stirred. Wouldn't this little graveyard look so much better if the grass was cut? So in I went with the tractor and more. I went ever so slowly, being careful to not drive over any grave. As I inched past some gravestones, I recognized some family names, families that had farmed the land in the countryside decades before, years before I was born. Then I saw it. What could be inside? It was a small steel pipe that was about a foot off of the ground. It was barely visible through the tall grass, so I shut the tractor off and moved the grass away from the pipe. It formed a rectangular shape about five meters long and about three meters wide. I carefully started pulling back the soft carpet of decayed grass. There was some cement buried there. My curiosity led me on. Could this be a grave? My mind was racing by this point, and so was I until the whole cement slab was uncovered. Yes, it was a grave. And there was a name, but I didn't recognize it, even though I had lived all of my life just a mile down that same country road. Soon the entire plot was cleaned. Not just one, but six slabs of cement. All six were inside the pipes. The family name was the same for all six. But what I saw that afternoon I will never forget. A few robins in nearby trees filled the sky with their melodies. A few cars and trucks drove by in the dusty gravel road. No one cared and no one stopped. But I'm thankful that I did. There were two adult-sized graves at the head of this plot. In the middle were two shorter graves. Then two that were about the length of a one- or a two-year-old. And they had all died about the same year. Mom and Dad were in their thirties. Two children were around six and nine years old. They were the middle graves. One of the short graves was the resting place for a two-year-old. By now the salty tears were like raindrops. And the baby? It was inscribed two months. I slowly turned and started the tractor and continued cutting the grass until it was all done.
It looked different and so much better. And I was changed. The cemetery, the memory of the graves live on for me. The lesson for everyone. In fact, the lesson, although a hundred years old, is both current and relevant during COVID-19. You see, the family in the cemetery died in 1920 during the Spanish influenza. Maybe 100 years from now, someone will be walking through a cemetery and maybe they will see a gravestone with a few words and dates etched into the marble. Ross Vanstone died 2020. I don't know for sure what else will be included. Maybe a summary of my brief life. Unknown on earth, but known in heaven. That'd be kind of neat. The fame and popularity of a few years on earth won't mean a thing the moment a person dies. We leave everything and everyone behind. In my case, I will close my eyes here and open them in heaven. I will see the Lord. Talk about a wow moment. What will you see when you enter eternity? Maybe just one simple word will be included beneath my name. The word saved. I almost was killed in a motorcycle accident when I was 16. How tragic that would have been because I wasn't saved yet. I wasn't saved from my sins. Maybe my parents with broken hearts would have used these words, not saved. How sad. There are only two options for every one of us. We will die saved or not saved. Yes, saved from our sins or not saved from our sins. Saved to go to heaven or unsaved, not fit for heaven. Thanks to God, I was saved at 19. I just did what the Bible says. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Yes, Jesus died for my sins. I believed and was saved. So will you be saved if you trust Christ today. As my mind returns to the graves of a hundred years ago, the words of Ecclesiastes chapter 11 in the Bible become so relevant. There's a time to be born and a time to die. Please, my dear listener, please prepare for your time to die. And so is the story of the cemetery.